Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome one and all to Love Life, Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. This is RIP 2.0 for a Memorial Day evening. It is 5.30.22. Yes, it is okay to remember those that have given you the life that you have, a life of freedom, a life of compassion, a life of justice, a life of righteousness. As we memorialize those that have fallen, those that have sacrificed, we should remember none above, none greater than the sacrifice of Yeshua HaMashiach, our King of Kings, our Malachim of Malachim. So hallelujah, we are here tonight to find out if you spent your day in the Ruach HaKadosh or in the Yuck of Flesh. Again, as I said, I am Shlag Scribe, and we are happy you are here. So while emulators are in the house, Mike the Spike is still absent, but we're praying for him. So I will be your DJ, your Yajay for Yahweh for the evening. We start each podcast at 707 Pacific Standard Time. 907 Central and 1007 Eastern. So we've got you all covered, whichever coast you're on, or if you're not on a coast at all, if you'd like to join us, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that number is 727-371-371. No, Scott, not 371. It's 727 Now, we hope that what you hear tonight resonates with you and that you keep coming back. It is transformational, hence the name of the ministry, Transformed Recovery. What we are going to do right now is we are going to have Marissa read the warning because sometimes, you know, we deal with some people who might not have it all. Most of the people we deal with aren't going to have it all together. Let's put it that way. Okay, so you might hear some street talk. You might hear some stuff like that. It might get raunchy. It might get offensive. Okay, this is not church as you might come as you might be used to thinking about it. This is not that. So, hallelujah. Without further ado, here is Marissa. Okay, hallelujah. One of my readings from um, the Transformed Literature Warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here. When you leave here, let it stay here. Transformed recovery is the refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment with a creative for caring, passion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. 
open up, share your in-depth testimonial in your fiery trials, in your tough temptations. Obviously, the, the bird thinks that we're keeping it real here. Holding our past inside us poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous, marvelous light. It exposes the accuser. It loosens the liar. It lessens the load. Yeah, about the bird, there's a, a bird upstairs, so I apologize. You hear me talking about the bird. The freedom to feel you can safely open up. And these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find your new exciting life as one in your new yeah, fam, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put your bad business out there, but rather to put solutions out there. We at Transform Recovery have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all walks of life. People from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be helpless, homeless, hungry, hurting souls. We have to have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether it be sexual, mental, physical, emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be very heavily sedated, either prescription drugs or may have even used today. It is very hard to help someone who is intoxicated. So we encourage anyone attending that has used today to please wait till after the meeting and speak of the transformer. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you are in the right place. You are safe here. We learn to listen to the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances, one scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm. The list of potential hurt and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive as they may have not learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional, drug-damaged, or destroyed abusive character. We ask you to share, to refrain from inappropriate speech, but we all must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. They may have never even opened up a Bible before. They may have no clue who the Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh, 
with the Holy Spirit. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may in fact have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was joining them, but yet could not receive that love or may have rejected Yah love as He was trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we have no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working set apart Scripture Step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers in the set apart Scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. This is real love by Blanca. When we come back, we will be moving into something else. So we will be back in about four minutes. This isn't easy for me to admit. It's turning into a show of Sundays and sermons and words getting caught in the flow. Oh, but we got real pain and real fears thirsting for the trying of our real tears. It's not satisfying.
ain't it true that all there was time? I don't need no Again, that was Blanca, Real Love. And we are back. We're going to kick off our seventh bodybuilder here tonight. It's our Ahaba, or a love offering. And this offering goes to support our radio ministry and our prison ministries, our faith favorite farms, houses of worship, and our Yability ministry. Along with anything else that Abba Yah decides he is going to put on our plate. We will rise to the occasion because we can all we could, because we can do all three all things to Yeshua who strengthens us. Now, one of the most prominent verses about giving, and again, I'm not I'm not doing this. Don't misunderstand. This is not being done to support the ministers. This is not being done to support the personalities on the radio or on the broadcast, this is being done to support the ministries. This goes to help the homeless, the hurting, the heartbroken, the helpless. This goes back into the ministry for the purposes of ministry. We are all marketplace ministers, but we cannot do it all on our own. We need Yah's help, and Yah has asked for a gift from time to time as the listener feels necessary. But here's the crux of it. Your giving, your tithe, is the one way in which Abaya encourages us to test him. Now, you can check this out for yourself. Don't take anything I say at face value. Um, I am trustworthy, but I can understand if you don't. Okay, that's just where we're at. But take it from Yahweh himself when it comes to this issue. Matthew 3, 8 says, Will a man rob Elohim? Now, this is Yahweh talking. He's talking through Malachi. He's talking to Israel. He's talking to what's considered the church, or the mishpachah, the called out ones. Will a man rob Elohim, yet you have robbed me? But you say, in what have we robbed you? In the tithe and in the offering. You are cursed with a curse for the nation, all of it. You are robbing me. So he reinforces that concept that he believes he is being robbed. And I don't think either one of us, I don't think any of us on the line are in a position to argue with 
bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I will not open the windows of, the, of Shamaim for you and pour out a brukata until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. If you want to engage in one thing that's in your best interest, there's one thing you had to do that's in your best interest. Give to a ministry. Yeah, it goes on. And I will rebuke the devourer for you. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground against you, nor shall your vine miscarry against you in the field, says Yahweh of hosts. You want a little bit more modern spin on that? And that which comes at you to hurt you, the mistakes that could be made, the situations that could cost you money. I will restrain that from you. I will keep it from you. And all nations shall call you Barukatah, for you shall be a delightful land, says Yahweh of hosts. Your words have been strong against me, says Yahweh. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is vanity to serve Yahweh or to serve Elohim. And what profit is it that we have kept his charge and that we have walked as mourners before Yahweh of hosts? And now we are calling the arrogant Barukatah. Not only are the doers of wickedness built up, they also test Elohim and escape. Then those fearing Yahweh spoke together, each man to his neighbor, and Yahweh gave attention and heard. Now pay attention to who Yahweh was talking, was listening to here. Then those fearing Yahweh spoke together, each man to his neighbor, and Yahweh gave attention and heard. And the book of remembrance was written before him, before Yahweh, for those who feared Yahweh, and for those esteeming his name. And they shall be mine, says Yahweh of hosts, for the day that I will make up my treasure, and I will pity them as a man has pity on his son who serves him. Then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. Now, that's a pretty strong chastisement, but it's also a pretty strong barukata with a promise. I want to be in that last verse. You know, the one that says, then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. That's where I want to be. I want to be counted as one who serves him. If you find yourself wanting to be in that category too, you can go to give.yahweh.love and donate. That's our PayPal portal. Or you can snail, snail mail a check or money order to Love Inc. P.O. Box 68138. Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. 
or you can text 77777 to 44321. Hallelujah. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for those on the line tonight, for those that you have pressed it upon their hearts to give so your storehouses are full. Not so the ministry can be, not so the ministry's storehouses are full, but so that your storehouses are full. So that the ministry can help those that need it when they are in need. So that this is done according to your will, so that you may receive the esteem and the kavod as we reach out into the streets and pull those folks up and offer them a hand up instead of a hand out. Abba, we ask that you be that you be esteemed, that you be honored in all that we do. We ask this all in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Well, all right, all right, all right, all right. As I said earlier, I am scribe Shalayach of Ahava, president of Emulator's Motorcycle Ministry, and I am grateful to be here tonight. I am thankful to be here tonight. There was a very, very real chance that I may not have been here tonight, and so I am thankful for Yah's protection. We were coming home from working on the boat, and there's a guy parked on the right side of the road, decided to, to make a left turn right in front of an oncoming vehicle, no directional, no lights on, no nothing. It was still light outside. We looked him right in the eye as he was doing it, but he still, you know, decided he was going to start his turn. Uh, thankfully, our GMC Tahoe did not meet his Ram pickup truck. Um, so I'm grateful for Kim's reaction time. I'm thankful that um, I was not able to hit the unlock button on the door because it probably would have just made things worse. I'm thankful for the beautiful weather that we had today. Um, thankful that Marissa was able to get some good studying done um, and was able to do some serious meditation. I'm thankful for Love, Inc., Transformed Recovery, Love Fellowship Groups. I'm thankful for our overseers, Rock and Sand, who are on their way to Texas right now to start working on a new property that they just purchased. And we just, I just pray a major barukata on everybody that is on the line today so that hearts and minds are steeled against the adversary, are softened towards Yahweh. And the supernatural determination sets in to accomplish everything that Yah has for them and that they, that they would continue to seek and pursue until it's accomplished. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah. Um, at this point, anybody else that wants to introduce themselves and let us know how your day was, that would be fantastic. Um, and I guess we'll start with Marissa, unless there's somebody else on the line that wants to jump in and introduce themselves. Hallelujah. 
All right, nobody's chiming in. Marissa's right here, so here you go. Hallelujah. Oh. I'm losing things. Okay. Sorry about that. I am um had a pretty good day. Just um still overcoming some different things. In the middle of um no need to trust Yahweh more as I go forward and um keep on keep on trying my best each day and I am thankful for the transformed program for the for the phone line for our, those who are on the line with us and uh, that Yahweh helps us as we overcome each day and thankful for my my children as I keep keep on keep them in my prayers and uh, thankful that uh, Mark and Sandy are got their new vehicle and we look forward to talking to them soon and hearing from them how they're as well as hearing from how they're doing with their new vehicle Thankful that Yahweh can provide transportation and, uh, and for his safety. Hallelujah. I'll pass it back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Who's next? Line is open. We want to know Hallelujah. who we're dealing with. Hi there. That must everybody. be Yami. Hi, Yami. Hi there. Well, it's... um. Neat to be on the line. I I realize that this line has been very um, vital to me being able to sort out the the um, turmoil or the make right make learning how to make better choices and realizing that um yeah Yahshua has given me the power to make a choice that kicks the devil out and that he was so gracious to even give us good instructions on how to do that and that he brought me he paid a price for each of us. And that because of him, I am among the overcomers and shall continue to overcome the things that I learned in the um, life. Yami, you're fading out. Yami, we can't hear you. Great. Now it's better. Hallelujah. All right. Well, while she's sorting through that, maybe I can go. Absolutely. You can. Oh, there she is. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you can because that's okay. 
my um you know but my lovely phone and me are fighting so I just right and that's why I figure take it while you can get it so please talk while it's working go for it you sound really loud now oh good well thank you father that you take care of our um, line of communication and it is a blessing which has brought us in the end time here to be able to reach near and far through these lines and Satan's interference is revealed and what Yah wants to come down will and nothing will stop him and we know that for we know who we have believed in and we are persuaded that he is able uh, and he is so um because in him we live, move, and have a peace. I just, you know, I went to um, Sultan's club tonight, and they were talking about, you know, celebrating anniversaries and how someone who came in the program two years after I did, how he, um, you know, how he uh, was a real good help to a lot of people. And I was able to share times with him when we did service work together. And uh, when I worked for a lady in, um, uh, by the um, building, that I would often get off for lunch and I'd walk over to the UW building and have a reasonable price good lunch. And I would meet God, was the name of the guy that passed. And it was just really good. But they had us all say, you know, what we think about celebrating and Yah reminded me that I celebrate one day at a time. And does it matter? You know, I, re- I realized that over half my life, adult life, I've been sober. You know, we get grace when we're that kid. Or, I'm sorry, we in a safety zone when we're children and we're just protected by him. But when we make that decision to turn our will and our lives over, that's when sobriety can begin. If we listen, we can hear his voice, and if we want to, we can make the right choice. We can be that what he's created us to be, and we can have a life worth living in our past. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that. Yami, Shalayah Rock, you are next. Yeah, I was going to see how you can hear San from the uh, opposite side because she's over on the other side. I know a lot of times when she was in the Escalade talking, uh, it was hard to hear her. So it would be interesting to see if you guys can hear her 
just sitting right where she is and just shares and uh, let me know uh, on a sound check. Oh, well, what? that's a creative way to get me to talk. So can you <laughs> hear me now? <laughs> I guess you could. <laughs> yes, we can. Actually, it sounds great. Wow. So maybe the uh, microphone is more in the center of this vehicle than it was in the Escalade. No, it's right here. Wow. Okay. It's well, just more sensitive because technology's gotten better over the years. That's all. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot to be grateful for. Um, you know, I don't want to. I can't be a broken record. I know it's got to be a gratitude for different things. But the fact that it's the end of the Memorial Day weekend and we're driving away from home is. Uh, Barucata because we're driving to our home. We're driving to our new home, but that's not the Barucatas that, you know, a couple of years ago I was tied down to a JLB that kept me, you know, in one place and I didn't have the flexibility or the freedom to work wherever. Now I do have a little bit of uh, a twist. A twist to that, yeah, because I was so so uh, uh, willing to help the company by being a notary that when you're a notary, you got to do it from the state that you're that you're in where you have a notary. So I can notarize remotely, but only from the state of Arizona. So that in some respects that ties you down again. But uh, yeah, we'll work it out. See what happens. Hopefully we're not turning around and driving back seven hours tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be a bummer. That would be a big bummer. Uh, so I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful that uh, we're getting really, it appears that we're getting really good gas mileage, which is a complete, oh, opposite. We were getting like four miles to the gallon of, with the truck and the trailer because it was the way it was running and that was terrible, terrible. Ugh. So we're getting good gas mileage. We're seeing much better prices when we got out of Phoenix. I should say much better, but better than Phoenix. A dollar yeah. a gallon cheaper, yeah. only 50 miles away from Phoenix. It's like, man, yeah. am I glad that I'm getting a place in Texas? Yeah, hallelujah. No kidding. Tucson was a dollar a gallon cheaper as well as uh, Arizona City or Horizon, all of those that are about an hour, you know, uh, south of us. The gas prices, we looked at them, we were like, no way. And then we we went and checked on GasBuddy to see what they were back in Phoenix. And uh, somebody, somebody is screwing people over in Phoenix. I mean, that's ridiculous. What's diesel out there? Uh, diesel is only about ten cents a gallon more than uh, regular, so they have they have kind of caught up to each other now. So it'll be uh, five nineteen for regular gas and five twenty nine for diesel. Wow! In Phoenix. In Phoenix. But it dropped. Well yeah, but it dropped all the pilots and flying jays and loves and everything on the highway. It dropped by about a buck 
just by going 50 miles south. Wow. Okay. So we're about to get some gas under four dollars. Yeah, we're gonna hit oh. right now. Three eighty-seven in Texas. Hallelujah. The 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 reason the reason I asked about diesel is because that other uh, that other dream that you've seen me post about that that fifty-eight burger has got uh, two seven hundred gallon tanks on it. Oh my god. <laughs> So <laughs> up here, does it have a sale field, on it too? So just in case you don't want to use gas, you can pray that there's wind no, energy. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. Um. So yeah, if if yeah if yeah makes that happen, it could that thing could be turned turned into a a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb or something on that order. Um, because I don't know how often I'm going to be willing to put any $400 into that thing just to fill up the gas tank. <laughs> I would say that's quite the uh, quite the tank. I've never even imagined a 700-gallon tank. <laughs> so Anyway, Sand was uh, in the middle of making a great point. Sorry. Second, second point of gratitude. My third point of gratitude is. Oh, let's see. You know, I'm really grateful that we have very responsible and trustworthy guys that live, you know, share our home with us, and that we can go away without, you know, any worry or concern or. Anything like that. They're just really good guys, and we really are grouped by the Father for... Berachot. I want to learn Spanish. He wants me to learn Hebrew. <laughs> you took a Hebrew learning course for a lot of money a long time ago. So what? It's gone. It's out of the bridge. Don't you bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> Even before you wanted to learn Hebrew... Right, she jumped on Hebrew before I did, actually. <laughs> you were off traveling, yeah. writing a book. Yeah, in yeah. in in Yanglage. In Yanglage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, awesome, glad you did. And yeah, I'm grateful for that too. My uh, my gratitude speaks when I care and when I share. Yahweh, the way, the truth and the life that's only found in his only begotten son, Yeshua HaMashiach. Uh, it is no greater way to be, I don't think, out there that I've ever seen that even comes close to living your better best in him. And uh, that's what I want to share with people is how great it is to just really have him living inside. And um, I'm very grateful that, you know, Sam's mom, Linda, saw that in me and, and in her daughter, that we were different people than 
others. And I think she was attracted to that, which was why she made the request that I would be the one to do her funeral, uh, which was really an honor and a surprise, but a pleasant one um, because, you know, I really, uh, I really love Linda a lot. And uh, she, uh, she really believed in what we were doing in transforming lives. And uh, that's why, you know, we've dedicated this property in, in her name um, because she, uh, as you guys have heard Sam say the testimony, left some money, and that's what we used as, you know, down payment to get this, uh, get this property rolling. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just really cool because she had that vision of wanting to, you know, see people that were hurting out there, uh, to see them be able to heal and to be able to, you know, get better. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really what it's all about is people getting on board with this dream, with this vision of, of really being true good Samaritans and working together to take that out there to the world. So um, grateful to be traveling to this property right now. And uh, I got choked up earlier as I was. So that's how grateful I really am. Choked up earlier. And I was talking to Sand about this, you know, of, you know, how cool it was to to be getting this property and, and really uh, knowing that we want it to be a place that, that really makes an impact on people. And uh, so, yeah, very, uh, very grateful for that. Obviously, extremely grateful to be in this truck and that it's, it's running as good as it is, considering uh, before they took it into the shop, what it was really, you know, behaving like. And uh, it's under much better behavior. It doesn't mean there's not a, a few, uh, you know, jerks here and there or a clunk this morning that I heard <clears throat> as I first went to uh, go add some air to the tire. I stopped and, um, or I mean, I, I took off from the house and, there was a pretty loud clunk, you know, uh, in the first block that I drove uh, from, I think it was probably second to third gear. Uh, I don't think it was first gear to second gear, but um, that's that's what the issue with these uh, transmissions has been. But they told us, you know, drive it for a good, somewhere between 200 to 1,000 miles, and you should see a significant improvement during that that time so you got to kind of drive it out and work it out so that's why this El Paso trip to Linda's Loveland is such an important uh, thing too is is because we're getting to to test this transmission you know and uh, it's it's really running smooth overall and like Sam said great mileage and it's, it's comfortable, and uh, as you can 
all witness. I'm not raising my voice. I'm not yelling. Sand wasn't either. <clears throat> and you're able to hear us pretty clearly. And we're driving past semis and, and everything else. Um, so the cab is very well secured and soundproof. Um, I think it's it's quieter inside this than it is in my Escalade, you know. Uh, and the suspension is incredible. So I'm really excited about being able to pull pull a trailer and not have my rear end hanging on the, you know, the shocks all bogged down and stuff. So, and, um, I guess lastly, I would say that I'm grateful that Yah speaks to us and that he makes the vision clear as we trust more and more and more to step out of the boat. And it's like, you know, when you go to an eye doctor and your vision just keeps, as they flip through the different uh, lenses, your vision just keeps getting clearer and clearer and you say, yeah, that's better. Yep. Yep. That, Oh, no, the other one. Yep. Okay. And it's like, you're, you're getting clarity in the, prophetic and in the visionary and in the you know seer type stuff uh, and it, it just really seems to me that he's bringing things into focus right now and for that I am extremely grateful uh, to know that this vision that he's given has always been right on. It's just me getting right on with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I do have one quick question about that property. I I did look I did look at the map and locate where you guys were in Texas. Are you guys anywhere near the lake? Uh, what lake? We haven't gotten to drive around and discover anything yet. There is a lake in that county. Oh, I'm sure there is. Uh, and I believe, and, and actually, I believe it's called Linda Lake. Honestly, no way. Ah, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now you're in, you're in Hudsmith County, right? That is correct. Yeah. Hudsmith County, Texas. Uh, see here. Okay. Come on, Google, don't fail me now. Okay, so where are you folks in relationship to uh, Sierra Blanca? 26 miles. That's where, we, that's where we're headed to right now, Sierra yeah. Blanca. 26 miles to the... Uh, I guess. That's the biggest town by us. It would be, let's see, El Paso's, El Paso's to the north, so yeah, it would be like to the, to the northeast of it, but probably more more east. Okay, well, have you heard of Del City? Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. No, um, there's no there's no place closer to the property as far as a small town. We came down to Dell City when we came the first time. Yeah, yeah, we know where Dell City is. Yep. Okay. Well, there's a lake probably about a hundred miles east of Dell City. It's called Linda Lake. Oh, uh, that's pretty far away. Linda Lake. So it is a big county, then, is what you're telling us. But oh, it's a big county. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big county, and it's called Linda Lake. It's called Linda Lake. It's a there's a pair of lakes up there. One looks for, well, pretty good size. Now you just confirmed in the Ruach that we are at the right place. Then, yeah, I'm really grateful. It's not a nuclear waste dump. Yeah, that's that's oh, what George Bush yeah. George Bush was going to make it a nuclear waste dump. Oh wow! <laughs> but he couldn't. He couldn't get it through. Well, good. He wanted to build a. He wanted to build a big nuclear waste dump in Hudspeth, Texas. Texas Sierra Blanca. Yeah. Sixteen thousand acres. Wow! What a waste! Yeah. Yeah. No pun intended. Ah, sure. uh, there yeah. was a pun intended in there. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But all right, fantastic. Now we know, now we've got an idea about where you're at. So I'm looking at Sierra Blanca and Fort Hancock, and you said those are about the only two cities of any size in the in the, in the county. Yeah. Van Horn is pretty small. Uh, that's not too far away. And then uh, Valentine is like a ghost town. Van Horn is pretty run down too, but they do have a few hotels. Oh, Valentine well, is not in Hudson. I'm sorry. Well, let's put it this way. Um, I think there's only like 3,500 people in the entire county. Right. It's very small. Then we're in the right place because that's what we want. Totally opposite of Phoenix. So... Yeah, you could play. You could you could play with some guns out there. <laughs> well, it's good to know there's a lake. Uh, we'll definitely uh, have to do some exploration as time goes on, and and actually check that out. Uh, the Linda Lake is is really really something. <laughs> that that's the name. That's really freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, well, fantastic. Let's get back to this uh, this RIP 2.0 situation we got going on. I'm um, going to dedicate this song to Rock and Sand because they mentioned something about being a little different than everybody else, and that was one of the things that Sand's mom liked. So when we come back, we're going to ask Yami if she could pretty clear the lines, even though they've been pretty clear, uh, and then we'll move on. So this is... Las Cruces, New Mexico, right now. We're coming in. Okay, very cool. All right, so this is Brenda Wheeler and a little crazy live.
This song is called Little Crazy, and I wrote it about the ten maidens as they light their lamps and leave, and I have them leaving on Passover. So, here we go. Take the bread and a little bit of wine, little bit of wine to see you through. Take the bread and a little bit of wine, little bit of wine to see you through. Cause the old girl gonna get a little crazy, get a little crazy round here. Oh, girl gonna get a little crazy, get a little crazy round here. Take the lamp and a whole lot of oil, whole lot of oil to see you through. Take the lamp and a whole lot of Genre that was. I can only imagine how much fun you were making 
of that song and me oh, no, when it came I, up. Hey, I put that song. I put that song on the line. It's a very good Passover song. Very good <laughs> about the maiden. But what we're laughing about is she the other day was drinking out of a cup and she had this thing backwards it was and forth. Yeah, it had a straw in it. So she goes ahead and takes a drink out of the thing that I got a straw. It's a Longevity bottle that I got. You're supposed to suck out of the straw. She goes ahead and starts put dipping her head back, and she gets the straw all over her face. It's like BTT, BTT everywhere, Act Energy drink everywhere, all over her face. And so now she goes ahead and hands me her single water that she had ice from the last stop we made, and. uh She's pouring water in there, and then she goes in and takes a drink herself. She hands it to me, and I'm like, it's backwards. She goes, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it's backwards. I'm like, you're trying to set me up like you drank the other day and got it all over your face. Now you want me to get it all over my face. I'm not going to do it. And sure enough, all of a sudden, she, she's like, no, look, look. And I said, yeah, look, there's the nipple. It's on the wrong side. You're going to have it go all over my face while I'm driving. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so that was a little bit of crazy. And, and a week ago I had a hot coffee that doused into my lap right on my testicles. That was really fun, too. So, yeah, oh. the driving thing and drinking is really drinking scary. And drinking and driving. Don't do it. <laughs> well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, Yami, yeah. you want to break through the line? There's been enough craziness on here already. I mean, it's all good, but you know, let's make sure that uh, yeah. we get to move on the way we want to. It's been a lot of fun. Just keep it going. Well, one more thing that might fit in the groove. My brother Jim was born in Houston, Texas. <laughs> I thought really? that kind no of, way. Yeah. Yep. So why and you guys were doing carnivals in, you were doing like carnivals in Houston and your mom and dad were having a lot of fun or what? <laughs> well, he was born in April, so they would have been on the road. But um <laughs> the day he was born and they never got a bill for him. The doctor delivered him and shortly after died in a car wreck. And they never billed my parents for his birth. <laughs> so he's a freebie. <laughs> Why is a freebie? <laughs> I have never heard, I've never heard a testimony like that. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it is. We're so glad you're here with us, Jim. He's with you right now? No, I he's asleep. He goes to bed about 8 o'clock every night. He's oh, asleep. really? And okay. he, yeah, he's, he gets about 10, 12 hours of sleep a day. Wow. So, yeah. So, um, hallelujah, good report about my father. You know... I was when I was praying about him, fasting came to my mind, and and my dad 
for I don't know how many days didn't take water or food. And then when we prayed for him before we left, he drank water. And then just about two days ago, he started eating large meal. He had one one large, pretty, a lot. <laughs> uh, um, I imagine it was mashed up food because his problem was swallowing. But whatever he went through, yeah, corrected it. And um, I'm still praying for Lori, and she's... Um, says she's in the hands of the Messiah and she's not going to threat whether what happened, she's in his hands. I didn't, uh, I talked to her only on the phone today. I'm just, she's on um, water stuff and she's, you know, sleepy and stuff. So I just um, let her rest. And, you know, and talk to her on the phone and going up there tomorrow. And then, um, hallelujah, it's, I'm trusting whatever happens, um, Yah will be magnified in it. And she, I reminded her when she lived across from the fire station uptown, and every time she heard, the ambulance to pray in tongues. <laughs> so and pray, you know, for for everything to be well. And so this life a beautiful thing. We go through difficulties, but yeah, uh gets us past them and then we can laugh about a lot of things what we foolishly go through and be grateful that he brought us out of it (laughs) and into um, abundant life one day at a time. So I I imagine Texas is beautiful. When when we moved from being in Texas that winter when I um, had to go up to live with Grandma, I had horrible headaches from the climate thing. Um, Wisconsin was hard on me. Texas was more the kind of place my body, you know, cooperated with. So that's encouraging for when I visit you in Texas. (laughs) I'm more um, excited about Texas than Arizona, let's put it that way. So, hallelujah. Should I go ahead and pray now? Yes, please. So, Father, we uh, thank you that you bring to us abundant life and you take care of everything concerning um, your plans for us. Thank you we get to cooperate. And that's one of the neat things we get to do on this line. And whosoever will may join us. And, Father, we can have your presence. We can look at our day. We do it five days a week, one day at a time. And then 
we get to judge with you according to your standards and and as you reveal to us things that need to be tweaked and changed, you give us that ability to do it. For the same Ruach that rose Yeshua from the dead dwells in us. And this fellowship is is trusting in you to guide us on the path that is straight and keep the Torah on the forehead of our for on the front of our forehead and and um hallelujah keep our eyes upon the path that is straight and be doers of your word. Father, it is your anointing that breaks the yoke. So we pray as we open your word and we take this look at ourselves that you help us go through what changes are needed, as needed, and help us honor you and speak words of life and duty and beauty. Thank you. Yahweh for um, for bringing us to this transformed meeting um, at this hour, and thank you for having um, sand and rock very close to another home. Like in the Old Testament, they had winter homes and summer homes. Thank you, Yah, that you're bringing that to. Um, to our group, to love ministry and the people involved. Thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We are going to run through, real quick, Sacred Scripture Step 10 reading, and then we're going to jump back to uh, a verse study out of Sacred Scripture, Step 6. So, hallelujah. Ah, Sacred Scripture, Step 10. RIP 2.0 Rock Reflections is an examination of yourself. Weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life, modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying Sacred Scripture seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Sacred Scripture step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for successful, orderly, transformed recovery, love fellowship gathering, LFG format, is to study in oneness each of the listed sacred scripture steps for each sacred scripture step. And I have to ask if, in Rock's praying to write this up, if he pulled something out of what Jerry Meadows said uh, in his mentoring where LFG can actually also stand for lead follower, get out of the way. Of course, the encouragement is to lead or follow. An example, as an example, simply pick a weekly, biweekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. 
Love Fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded. But to generate support for multiple locations, the virtual Love Fellowship gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Sacred Scripture Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Sacred Scripture Steps once we have taken some level of action on any given Sacred Scripture Step. We must monitor our progress through the process of our own YAH development, recording YALI actions, actions daily and or even fleshly actions gives us a way of, re- of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach. This check by Yah, love, from within, leads us into Teshuva, change, or the way to Yeshuva, transform, or to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold, or evil wronghold, into a new pattern of thinking, Yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noel Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the sacred scriptures in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by Love, Inc., through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. That's a quote from Colossians 2, 8 Hebraic Roots Bible by Shaul the Shalayach, which actually reads, and it's a pretty much a quote, watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Or you could interchange in their Torah. Hallelujah. Books of love or Ahava, Yahuwah, Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea, Asher, Ea, hallelujah. The sacred scripture verse for today is Romans 12, 21. If you can turn with me to that verse, we can read it together, hallelujah. And yeah, after what just happened this, uh, this evening on the way back, um, I almost failed this one. Uh, although it wasn't actually evil that uh, we were overcome by, it was just, you know, lack of paying attention. So Romans 20, 12, 21 says, do not, overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah, there's, there's a, that's, it's a relatively short sentence, but there's a lot there. I'm reminded of a post that I recently read about a young man that was in, that was in college. He was going to school and his professor asked the class, um, they asked the class if there if there was an, if there if there was a deity. Obviously, they used the word God. Okay, um, and 
I'm not going to get this right, so I'm going to skip over a lot of it. But it was Albert Einstein, and he challenged the professor, and he challenged his the presupposition that there was no God because he says, because the, the question was actually asked is, um, does evil exist or something to that extent? And Mr. Einstein came back with, no, evil does not exist. Evil is not an actual thing. You cannot measure evil just like you can't measure darkness or quantify darkness because we know that darkness is nothing more than the absence of light. And evil only exists in an absence of good. So to be actually, to to be overcome by evil to be overcome by evil means you have to willingly make the choice to turn your back and turn your mind away from everything you know to be good to allow it to happen i'm going to sneeze Yeah, just like this afternoon when we were coming home. I wanted to lash out. <laughs> I told you. I wanted to lash out at that at that other driver. I was upset. There was nothing good in the behavior that was coming at us. He was not thinking. He was not concerned about, any, about anything but what he wanted. Okay. I had to repent. I had to ask forgiveness for allowing my anger to become an evil intention when I could, you know, we we could have just waved him off and, you know, prayed for the guy. Maybe he was going through something, you know, that we weren't aware of. Um, now, granted, no words were spoken, so we don't know how it ended up. But we have to, you know, we, we, we have to be ready in the moment to think, how would Yeshua handle this? How would Yeshua deal with this situation? Somebody just spit in his face. Somebody just slammed a crown of thorns on his head. Somebody just drove a spike through his, you know, through his wrist, through his ankles. You know. How did he deal with it? Now, and those are just examples from the cross, or from from you know from the torture stake. You look at all the other examples of how he overcame evil with good. He wasn't overcome by the evil, but he overcame it because of the good that was within him and the good that he allowed to to pour out of him by his actions. So, hallelujah. Uh, I'm still learning. I have not uh, got this thing down pat yet. Um, I keep praying it happens. I keep repenting it happens. And I know that y'all will see me through. So, hallelujah. On that, I will pass. And whoever wants to address this verse next, feel free.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, who's next? I want to give the guys a chance on the road first, Yami, so I'll let them go. Okay, I'll go. Thank you, Pete, Thank you. Um, overcome evil was good. So, I mean, that's really what the whole thing is about. I mean, I mean that's what Yahweh did. I mean, sent his son. He overcame evil, death and evil, and all of it, and his goodness, his perfection. But, uh, you know, in a, we're at Sacred Scripture Step 6. 6, yeah. So you got to be ready to have the evil taken out. All right. And the good right. comes it's, in in 7. But 6 is where you really do the uh, kind of know examine the um, defects of character that we have that exist in us and so we identify them more so than in step four. I mean, step four is more about the things that we've done. Step six is kind of looking on the inside and determining where we need to change. And... uh, I guess, you know, in my, I remember doing my step six and working at step six. I felt like step four all over again, like, oh my goodness, I have so much to work on. I have so many things to either keep, things that are contrary to God's word that are my actions is this evil. It's sin is evil. And having the, trying to give an example defects of character, like, um, you know, harboring a resentment is, is evil, and how do you overcome it? You have to overcome it with good. So, what is that good? It's forgiveness. So, whenever there is something evil, there is a counterpart to it that can overtake it. You know, like, people just, you know, Lie, you know, to you know, tell white lies about things while you overcome that with truth and honesty. So it's always a, a positive attribute for every thing that we do have and it just changes the whole atmosphere because it could be all this negative and, and this bad mojo going on, but someone comes in with the bright light, and and it could just change the whole atmosphere. So you're overcoming all that evil with good, and it doesn't take a lot. I mean, simple things. Like, a, you know, kind words. Or a, or a smile, 
it takes a lot of humility to, to, because they have to admit that, you know, it wasn't admit that they're evil or done evil things. I don't think anybody does. But, you know, I have. And I have to humbly admit that. And having that type of humility is what overcomes the evil. Yeah. It's really, that's what those principles that are not that hard. It's pretty simple stuff. It's like there's a counterfeit for everything in Christianity. There's like a counterpart to every single thing. There's an opposite attribute that can take its place. Because it can just take it away. It's got to be replaced with something good. And uh, that's we're coming evil with good. That's how it's done. Hallelujah. The sound check went great. Um, it did get a little difficult to hear Sam, but we were able to catch most of it. So I'm sure neither one of them are going to object to this request next time they're on the call while they're uh, while they're driving. Um, Sam, you might want to, if you can, lean a little bit closer to Rock. Something tells me that won't be a problem. Actually, we now have a bench seat. We can we can put the, we have a bench seat for the first time. Hey, wait a second. We have a bench seat for the first time in our relationship, and we will take you up on it. Yeah, All we got to do is move the coffees into the door, and we can flip this seat up, and she can sit right next to me like the old days. <laughs> oh, that'd be and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So I think we okay. just uh, opened up a pretty cool can of worms there. <laughs> and, uh, next time that we go to the drive-in movies, which have a really cool drive-in okay. in Phoenix. All right, hey, this is this is a this is, we're trying to keep this PG, okay? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to anything but I was just saying, <laughs> how much nicer is it at a drive-in to put your arm around your wife and hold her hand? You know, I mean, oh, right. it's harder it's harder to do, you know. Uh, when you got that bench in between. Oh, I, I think I mean, Kim said a couple of weeks. Uh, I think Kim might have added, asked that question a couple of weeks ago. What are these people that came out with bucket seats up front never have a girlfriend or what? Yeah, exactly. That's the point. All right. Well, um, I'll chime in because we're going to be uh, grabbing some gas here in El Paso. Um, this is a really long city. This is really, really long. But anyway, uh, I guess this is it. No, that's not, that's not it. Nine-tenths. Nine-tenths of a mile. Okay. Yeah. It was really kind of deceiving there for a second. But anyway, um, yeah, the, uh, the... <clears throat> The step in and of itself 
connecting to goodness, you know, is, is huge because, you know, I mean, even our, even our cups that we just got from good Sam's free cups, because we went there yesterday says, be good, do good. I'm not kidding. So it's like, Sign, sign everywhere, sign. We got signs going on everywhere about Yah's goodness, you know. And sure. it is, it is the solution, you know. But remember, when we say good, we're really saying Yah. Because when you think of, when you think of, uh, when they were saying that Yeshua himself was good. And he said, there is none good but my Abba and Shamaim. There is no one that's good but my Abba and Shamaim. And you might say, well, wait a second. Isn't he him? Right. So what would make him not good? Because these bodies that we live in, they perish. That's not good. So as much as we're in his image, we don't have the Kavod body yet. That's the next body that we're going to live in for eternity, right. for ever, everlasting life. So, yeah, it's, it's already, it basically was telling me to stay on the same thing, even though. So I guess 375 and the same thing. So, anyway... I look at all of that, you know, and I and I think to myself, yeah. So if I'm going to do good or if I'm going to get good inside me as a fruit that's going to grow in me and goodness is that fruit, what am I getting? I'm I'm getting yah in me. All of those fruits of the ruach are yah. And goodness is huge as a weapon of warfare when you think of it because if you just make a decision out of obedience that you're going to do good or you're going to live goodness or you're going to let that fruit of goodness just flow out of you, you automatically start to remove the defects. So what you're doing in six, because the removal process is in seven right? You're removing it and you're replacing it in seven. It's your final to where you're down on your hands and knees and you're washing someone else's feet. That's seven. You're really, really getting humility for the first time. It's really sinking in what real humility looks like. And six is taking you there. Six is saying, I'm gonna to start to I'm gonna to start to take the actions necessary to be able to get the goodness in me so that I can start to take that final step of getting on my hands and knees and washing someone else's feet, doing these ultimate acts of humility. 
I'm going to get mikvah. I'm going to wash. I'm going to be cleansed from all of this old evil so that the good can replace the evil. And like Sam said, it's it's hard to, when you, you go through this whole examination and I, you share it, you submit yourself to others, and now you've actually, I got an anger issue or I got a, a bitterness issue that I've been holding on to bitterness towards someone or a grudge or unforgiveness or uh, resentment or, you know, um, I still fall into depression because, you know, I allow things to to get to me or whatever it might be, whatever it might be. If you take in the goodness, the goodness will get that evil pushed out, which takes you through that process of six and seven. So six and seven, as all of these steps, they're, they're a flow. They really work together hand-in-hand hand so beautifully to complete the process of perfection. You are being perfected. Whether you understand it or not, that's what this program that Yah created, the set-apart scripture steps, that's what he created was a process by which you can perfect. And it is an incredible thing to see that manifest in your life. And it brings an overwhelming amount of gratitude when you see the actual transformation happening right before your very own eyes. And you go night by night examining like we do. And all of a sudden it just dawns on you, wow, I'm changing, I'm growing. This is incredible. I'm really starting to get it. So I just want to say that, you know, my opener to leaving a life of crime and being a drug dealer and, you know, being lawless and and selfish and, you know, self-centered, my end of all of that was a prayer of many tears that was crying out to Aliyah and just crying. And I knew him. I knew him since we were little children, you know. And I was crying out to him as this 20 and 21-year-old that was so desperately trying. I kept going to all these different churches and all these different 12-step groups and all these different, you know, rehab centers and reaching out, reaching out, reaching out to try to find help. And I remember my intimate times with him of just really crying out. And the words of my prayer was, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I just want to be good. Please forgive me, please forgive me, I just want to be good. I just want to be good. Please forgive me, please forgive me, I just want to be good. 
so I knew in my heart that if the good came in, Abba Yah came in as the only one that's good. The evil would flee. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for that, Rock. Wow. Good stuff. Yami, you're next. Hallelujah. Well, I relate to what's been shared, and I think I will just listen for it, because I already put in a lot of stuff. And and I know that Yah made it obvious for me when I uh, needed to change. So I will just agree and say goodnight. All right. Well, hallelujah. We are going to... Well, let's do this here. This will get things hopping again. This is James Brown.
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I almost felt like that was an invitation or somebody actually walking into a land flowing with milk and honey. I kid you not, I did not see how that one actually attached. And while he may not have intended it to, it definitely does fit with the message. And so, hallelujah. Our just for today reading, as Marissa gets her scriptures open to Philippians 4, 4 through 9 to wrap us up. Loneliness versus being alone. Sharing with others keeps us from feeling isolated and alone. There is a difference. Oh, boy. (laughs) Wow. There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. Being lonely is a state of the heart, an emptiness that makes us feel sad and sometimes hopeless. Loneliness is not always alleviated when we enter into relationships or surround ourselves with others. Some of us are lonely even in a room full of people. Many Many of us came to transform recovery out of the desperate need or out of the desperate loneliness of our addiction. After coming to meetings, we begin to make new friends and often our feelings of loneliness ease. But many of us must contend with loneliness throughout recovery. What is the cure for loneliness? The best cure is to begin a relationship with Elohim that can help fill the emptiness of our heart. We find that when we have a belief in Yahweh, we will never have to feel lonely. We can be alone more comfortably when we have a conscious contact with Yahweh. We often find deep fulfillment in our interactions with others as we progress in our recovery. Yet we also find that the closer we draw to Yahweh, the the less we need to surround ourselves with others. We begin to find a Ruach within us that is our constant companion as we continue to explore and deepen our connection with Yahweh, who is greater than ourselves. We realize we are spiritually connected with something bigger than we are. Just for today, I will take comfort in my conscious contact with Yahweh. I am never alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a good reading. I'll do it one look more to it later. I still feel lonely at times. Um, I have to let Yahweh help me with that. Hallelujah. I am going to read the whatever prayer. Rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be made known to all men. A master is at hand. Do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and by petition with thanksgivings. Let your requests be made known to Elohim in the Shalom of Yahweh, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. And what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these things. And the Elohim of Shalom will be with you.
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We are back. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you for the camaraderie. We thank you for the mishpachah. Abba, we ask that as we shut our hearts and our minds, as we shut our minds down tonight to rest, Abba, that you would continue to minister to our hearts, continue to minister to our ruachs, so that when we wake up again tomorrow, we can be just that much more ready to serve you fully and completely. Uh, But we just ask that we come again tomorrow to the same place at 637 Central, 737 Eastern, and 5 and 430 a.m. Mountain and Pacific, respectively. Abba, we ask for another day tomorrow. We know that you're watching over us. We just pray that you barukata our rest and that you bring us back tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. To close us out, this is Barlow Girl, Never Alone.
quiet down now and get some sleep. Night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. What's going on? I was asleep. What's everybody doing? Good night, Good night Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. <laughs> <laughs>